welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And Daniel, I'm going to give you some, some events, okay? Okay. All right. uh, the first teaser trailer for Masters. How excited are you when that comes out? Mm. That's a... Uh, boy, you really started there. I started that's like a, that's a t- that's a 10 out of 10. Okay, 10 out that's of 10. a full-blown CBS. I stop what I'm doing. I immediately, like, my head... Like, if I'm in another room, I just, like... My, like you see my whistle. head poke around the corner like a yeah. gopher? Yeah, yeah, I'm just coming. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first tip-off to March Madness tourney. That's an easy 15 out of 10. That go. is a, a, a cool 15 out of 10. I block off weeks of my calendar in advance. Thank you for rubbing all this in, by the way, that none of this has actually happened this year. So What if I was to feels- tell you, you take your 10, you take your 15, and you shove them in a sack. And what if I was to tell you, Daniel, that on this very podcast, we have the one, the only, the intern, audio engineer, executive producer, legal team analysis Michael Smith on the pod, Daniel. That's a 20 out of 10. That's there a straight, is. that's a perfect score. There it's it a perfect score, 20 out of 10. Um, Michael Smith is here, everybody. In Michael, say, say hello say to the people. people. Yeah. Hey, people. That's that's it. That's what you're going to get out of him okay. this uh, episode. There's people there are people who are going to re- rewinding that audio right now on their phone to even like I feel like that was just Clint's voice. I feel like that was just Clint hey, making hey a people. like there was just hey, just two um uh this is it. We told you about this last week. We're here now. Uh Michael's Gosh, here. So Clint's here. I'm here. Um this is it. We are these are the most exciting episodes I think that we've ever recorded. Ever uh, as a podcast, for sure. And we say um, we say uh, episodes. He's not. This is not just a one one and done deal, is it, Daniel? No, 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 no. This is this is our all time. It's a three team all time UGA fantasy draft that um, that we have completed. The three of us, uh, we've each picked our teams. Snake draft, typical fantasy order. Uh, we have drafted players at every position, starting 22, 11, 11 and 11. We drafted a kicker. We drafted a punter. We drafted a head coach, an offensive coordinator, and a defensive coordinator for a grand total of 27 picks each. And, um, and we're ready to give them to you. We're going to give them to you in order. We are going to take you pick by pick through the draft, and then you – are going to have to determine who picked the best team. Was it me? Spoiler alert. It probably was. No, was that it Clint? Right. <clears throat> we all we all know that's not that's not going to be Look, it. Just so you well, guys know, I am, I am I am screwed from the beginning. No one is going to pick the Yankee to draft the best no one, Georgia team in the history of, no one of th- this podcast. You come on here talking about Gruyere. People not people don't <laughs> trust you to pick a team. People don't know what you're. Or is it this wild card? M Dubs, executive producer, audio engineer, Michael. We don't know. We don't know what he's got in store for us. Um, uh, but that's that's what that's what's in store. That's what we're going to be doing for the next several episodes. Um, we're really excited about it. We're going to um, take a break from kind of our regularly scheduled programming, and um, uh, we're going to lay this draft out for you. If there's yep. news, if there's things that are happening, obviously we'll probably we might touch on some things that they're really important. For the most part, we're going to kind of. Put all that aside, and we'll talk about it again after the draft. Because let's be honest, it's pretty slow. Things are pretty slow in terms of the news. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I mean, that's not true at all. The, the news is actually incredibly riveting right now, but not the UGA football news. Like, I know, it's understand more the, what you mean by that. Yeah, it's more the... 
um, coronavirus so I feel like, situation. I feel like we need an introduction a little bit more to audio engineer intern Michael. Um, M Dubs, uh, you're you're you hail from Georgia, don't you? Yep. Uh, I you're, grew up in Rome, North Georgia, and now I live in Portland, where I met you guys. Mm-hmm. Rome, Rome is is that still considered Georgia, or is that? I mean, I feel like Rome has maybe been annexed to Tennessee at this point, but it's, it's, it's close to Alabama. It's close. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it is that is true. Um, uh, but you're a, Michael, you're a lifelong you, Southerner, lifelong Georgia fan. Lifelong Georgia fan? Give us your history of UJ football. What's your earliest memory of having your heart ripped out <laughs> by the University of Georgia? Uh, wow. Wow, so many memories. Um, there were a few. You Just know, I have one. a great picture of my uncle, my mom's dad, uh, wearing, I think, an early 80s Sugar Bowl sweater or sweatshirt. And I still see that mm-hmm. picture sometimes in my parents' house, and I'm just green with envy. Um, so I grew up around mm-hmm. UGA early, but I'll say I, I didn't follow it religiously until probably about the time Mark Richt came along. I was late in high school, or, or just graduated high school, and uh, really got into it for about three or four years. And then after a couple of mm-hmm. really disappointing losses, a couple of dual quarterback scenarios, where the play calling made no sense. Right. <laughs> I had to bail for a few know. years. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, Michael. A running quarterback would would immediately grant us a national championship. Just ask every UGA fan who currently lives. That is, <laughs> if we only had a running quarterback, we would mm-hmm. immediately win the national championship. Um, um, but we, uh, can, we can express absolute confidence in uh, credentials for M-dubs. Uh, he gets on. He gets roped into some text chains with us on Saturday when we're watching Georgia, and uh, he he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. So we're glad to have him on here. Uh, and now you've been introduced, and all of you people calling us liars, like we made him up, shove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Um, if we were going to make somebody up, full disclosure, we would have made up a guy a heck of a lot more interesting than Michael. So, like, that's not. That's. I'm just going to call it what it is. Like, if we were, if we were going to invent a person, uh, it it would not be it would not be this guy. But in terms of a real person that we could have on the show, there's nobody else that we would take. No, uh, at this point. So, um, if you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Mm. Uh, if you're old to the podcast, you know who we are. Um, he's Clint, and I'm Daniel, and we love UGA, and this is a podcast for fans, by fans. We're here to talk about fan stuff. Uh, the email address is lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. The Twitter is at dogspodcast. Um, uh, we, we told you last week, but we're, we're, hit, we're switching to a three-episode-a-week rotation. Not really sure when those episodes will come out. They'll be Monday through Friday. Uh, at some point during the week, I, this episode is out. Is this is a Tuesday episode? There'll be two more episodes after this this week, and then there'll be three every week from here on out. Um, so you can look forward to uh, that. We would love to interact with you if you have questions, if you have thoughts, if you have opinions, and you're going to have thoughts and opinions oh. when it comes to this draft because we are literally taking your childhood heroes uh-huh. and we are ranking them. Um, and they're not going to be ranked as high as you wish they were. That's just really quick. Could you imagine that if you're a homeschool family and you're trying to convince a public school family to homeschool or vice versa, and you get in conversation of which one is better for the children? Do you, mm-hmm. do you picture that being a civil conversation? That's uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to be a civil conversation, but I wouldn't imagine it holds a candle to two Georgia fans drunk at a tailgate trying to argue about who was better, David Pollock or Champ Bailey, because that because uh, that's a conversation that I have seen come to blows. Yes, just uh, just yes. on a on a green space near Sanford Stadium uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Correct. Uh, and that's the conversation that we are about to have. So it's a snake draft. We are drafting. We we told you a full team. Um, uh, I don't know how we just de- how do we decide who got the first pick, Clint? Did uh, we just we randomized it. We picked we picked we, we picked we cast lots is what we did. However, however it happened, uh, the guest of honor, Michael Smith. Walked out of here with the number one pick. I'm not sure if you know anything about the history of the University of Georgia, but the number one pick all time is a pretty coveted position. So it will go Michael and then me and then Clint, and then we'll snake draft back Clint, me, and then Michael back again. So we are going to get to that number one pick coming up right after the break. All right, so this is it. It's draft time. Michael, you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. So, are you mentally and physically prepared? Have you done all of your pregame calisthenics? Do you have all of your necessary supplies? You know, as the executive producer of the podcast, I still am a little stunned at how this podcast is actually made. It's good to see that. Yes. But we, Listen, we are stunned. Not, <laughs> not the only one. That the podcast is actually made. So, But I'm finding yeah, my bearings. I, th- I think I'm ready. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Uh, so well, you're, you're, you're going to pick by first. pick, and we're going to ask the person picking to defend why they chose that position and player. So, in dubs, with the first overall pick, who did you take? Uh, you know, this was this was really difficult, but um, after <laughs> long, hard thought, I landed on Herschel Walker. Have you guys heard of him? Oh. Whoa! Oh, shocking! People, people everywhere throwing up their arms in disgust. Had that pit cannot even cannot even fathom. Uh, there is a there is uh, a uproar of golf clapping that's happening right behind you. Just the the easiest birdie sink in the entire world. Just mm, good form, good form. You, any through, particular thoughts you'd like to share on Herschel Walker to defend yourself in this in this endeavor? You know, I, I did write some comments in defense of some of my picks. Next to Herschel Walker, I just wrote, "Duh, thanks for the first pick, guys." <laughs> That's yes, all the defense right. I have. You are, you are welcome. There is no, there is literally no argument when the greatest player in college football history went to your fine institution of higher learning. You take him with the number one overall pick in any draft, um, uh, which puts me on the clock You're at number two. Clock. Number two, I don't know if you know this, is not where you want to be in no. this draft. Nope, it's a tough spot to be in. Clint is about to go next, and he gets two picks in a row. That's Ew. how the snake draft works. And and if just just think to yourself right now, Georgia fans, there are two names, there are only two names that you can choose with this number two overall pick, and um, and it was difficult for me because neither of those two names, there's to me there was an obvious number two pick and an obvious number three pick, but then hanging out there lurking was my favorite all time mm-hmm. UGA player who mm-hmm. was not the number two pick or the number three pick that I had to make. And so I knew Clint was not going to take my favorite all-time player with the third pick. <sighs> with four pick, I was but then so he had the, But then he had the fourth pick, too. And so I almost took Nick Chubb number two. And it would have been such a reach and such an overreaction for me to do that. But I didn't. I didn't take Nick Chubb because 
Georgia is has nothing but a plethora of a stable of deep running backs for me to choose from. And so I went with a position that I felt like there was the biggest drop off between the best player yeah. and the second best player. And that's including running back. There is not even near the gap between Herschel Walker and Nick Chubb as there is between Champ Bailey and whatever scrub you guys took yeah. to we, be your number ball, one corner us. on your team. Because uh, I went ahead and went defense first. Uh, Georgia is a traditional defensive powerhouse. And again, it all came down to just a matter of the pick that Clint's about to make is a great player. Maybe I would argue a better player, but but Champ Bailey plays a premium position, and um, and if I didn't get him, then it was going to be a big drop off before the next corner that I could take. So, give me the champion. Uh, I'll be the champion of this draft. I've got the champ on my team. So that's it. No. That's my pick. There's there's no fault being found in that one, uh, which leads me on the clock, and I'm gonna go back to back with my two picks. And Daniel said you he he went value plus talent, which is a great one, right? You have to do that. Uh, my next pick was not just value because at his position there are some others that you can talk about, uh, but there's no greater ambassador player. This guy was a wrecking ball on the edge, and it was quite simply before I was a true Georgia fan, I knew of this player's name. Okay. I knew who he was. Um, I watched the Bengals draft because of this guy, and that's David Pollock with the third overall pick. You want to talk about just representing UGA, uh, a damn good dog. That is David Pollock. Uh, I would argue that in college he he was absolutely better talent at a position, like I said, that has others. Um, but he just he's everything you want in uh, the first pick. And then I went defense first, second I had to get some O, and uh, I I knew it was either going to be running back and the stable that's there, or I had to get skill on offense in a hurry. And so I just went with, uh, we talk about Champ Bailey and then scrubs after him. There's not scrubs. I'm not going to call a wide receiver class scrubs, but there is clearly a first class and then business economy after that. Um, Ooh. And Ooh. A little, little extra legroom. Just, just a smidge, but, but not it. much. You pay an extra that's premium it. for the extra legroom, and it's and mm-hmm. it, when you get to your destination, you think the entire time I shouldn't have paid that extra fifty six bucks. Like, why did I do that? It was no different. I should have just gone to first class. Should, I should have either gone to first class or been in the back, one of the two. Uh, and that is AJ Green. You want to talk about best wide receiver ever? Uh, hands down. Needed to get somebody to give me some offense because you're. I knew the run was coming, and uh, we're going to see that soon. Great picks. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 David Pollock was a great pick, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. When you picked AJ Green, I let out an audible cheer. <laughs> like when I when that came across my screen, I was thrilled that you had made that pick. Not only because of what it meant for my next pick, but because I think it was quite a I think it was quite a reach. Not the biggest reach of this draft. Uh, by 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 any stretch of the imagination we're going to get we are going to get to some reaches um and we're going to get to one sooner rather than later but um but yeah when you took AJ Green my heart leapt because if you knew that put me back on the clock as the snake draft came back around my way and if you know anything about me uh at this point hundreds of episodes into this podcast uh then you know that I was going to play this entire fake season with this fake team under protest if I did not somehow end up 
with uh, Nicholas Chubb on my team, so and that is exactly who. That, it was that is exactly who I, Mister the the Honorable mm-hmm. Sir Nicholas Chubb, on my team. Um, uh, he is simply put the second greatest running back in the history of college football, and um, he is my all-time favorite Georgia Bulldog. I clearly need a running back, uh, and and the goat is gone. And so, uh, if I could, you tell me, I can get Nick Chubb, the second greatest running back in the history of college football, in the second round of this draft. Uh, that's just downright foolishness. And so, uh, I snatched him up extremely quickly and did not even for a moment look back easy easy decision yeah can, can we go back to david bollock for a second uh i just yeah, so. i have a question you know on behalf of the listeners how do you guys reconcile yeah. your continued love for pollock with the fact that he works for espn is that mm. problematic for you no it's he, tough he, he has an immunity card um and he flashes it Ooh, every i don't time. know I don't know if he has a, I don't I wouldn't call it immunity. He could he can work his way he can work his way out of good graces. It's not this not a oh, oh. this this not a it's not oh. a carte blanche immunity. All right? Listen, this, the guy's the guy's a he runs a mile and he eats healthy food, but like that's let's not act like he's a World War II veteran or something. You know, like he's <laughs> just a like he's a good guy. He was a great player. Uh but yeah, I Listen, sometimes you got to have some men behind enemy lines. Sometimes you got to have some people that have, that will infiltrate the belly of the beast. Are we Hold on. And try on, to me, systematically bring I'm it down. I'm taking off my foil hat from last year. I'm I'm transposing it onto Daniel's head. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's right. No, the belly of the beast in this in this analogy is obviously ESPN. Which by the way, I saw on Twitter that Paul Feinbaum was back on the air and I thought to myself, I've never been more happy about this thought. I thought to myself, he was off the air at some point. Like I didn't know at any, it's not relevant to my life or my existence at any point. What anyone at ESPN does, um, that Jordan documentary though, oh, I'm going to watch that. Oh, hell I am, I'm going to watch the heck out of that. Uh, all right, we're going to go to a break and then we're going to get the final pick of the second round. Uh, we're going to go back to Michael for his second overall pick and I will bet you one million dollars listener that over the course of this break you cannot guess mm-hmm. who he is going to take mm-hmm. with this pick you left us kind of on a, a cliffhanger saying you're never going to guess so maybe some options you know he's got the number one running back in the history of the world uh, sure it, the number one right receiver has gone the number one cornerback has gone so maybe maybe O-line maybe quarterback yeah uh, well, maybe he wants to go defense. Ma- defense, yeah, yeah. Get some maybe get some backer or some safety action in there because I don't know if you know there are yeah. a plethora of people who love oh. literally taking other people's heads off. Does anyone play? Oh, hey Trevor, hey, welcome Trevor. to the pod. Welcome. Does anyone play? Um, does anyone play linebacker in the history of UGA football? I don't. It's hard to say. Uh, Michael, did any of those things tickle your fancy as you were thinking about this pick? Uh, you know, I, I used your logic, Daniel, with the Champ Bailey pick. And I thought, where are the shallow okay. positions? Um, th- there are some standout okay. wide receivers uh, from UGA in the past decade or so. But when you look through history, you know, you've got A.J. Green, uh, which 
I think a great pick, Clint. I'm sorry, Daniel was so hard on you there. Hmm. He he's he's jealous. AJ would have been my number two pick because I figure I've got I've got the behind the offensive line sorted out, right? Herschel can carry the ball as much as I need him Mm -hmm. to. I need somebody on the other end if we need to go over the top. So I went just to the stats and took the leading receiver in UGA history, one Terrence Edwards. 204 catches, 3,000-plus yards in his career. Felt like it was a good pick. Did you you happen to see the drops? Stat, was there a drop stat on the on the that was on the that, sheet was that you were, that was overlooked that you well, were I looking at because I couldn't get past Trip Chandler on the drop stat. <laughs> oh, a lot of people can't get past Trip Chandler on anything unless he's trying to block them on the edge. In which case, everyone can get past Trip Chandler. Ain't no worry there. Um, Terrence Edwards caught me completely off guard. Um, but listen, you go with the stats, and you know. Do I think that uh, at the end of George Pickens' career, Terrence Edwards is going to be the leading wide receiver all time in the history of UGA football? No, I do not. No, I do not think that. But at the moment, he certainly is. You could have come out and just gone Jorge. Full disclosure, Michael. You, I have strike through on Jorge in my number two position. That's how much confidence I have in this year. You almost reached up early almost. and got him, snagged him. Uh, that would have been something special. That would, that would have been something special. Okay, so now, Michael, you're fielding a team that involves Herschel Walker and Terrence Edwards. Now what, what's on deck here? Because the pick is still yours. First pick of the third round, where are you going to yeah. go now? Let me just say, listeners, I'm new to the podcast. Don't give up on me yet. There's some great picks coming. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, <laughs> let's do a reset right here. <laughs> And don't don't this is don't a good pick Daniel this influence is a, you no this is a good pick to reset on yeah let, just let me to be clear here. if you, listeners i saw listeners if you're gonna if this draft was live we could not add the clean title to our podcast because i cursed no. michael out for this pick yeah it got ugly on the text chain here this is where it started to get ugly that's right uh, i looked over and i saw clint didn't have a full death grip on this pick so I took Roquan Smith. Wow. Wow. And I died inside. I literally died inside for a full 33 seconds. I was not breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, Clint, I, I, um, I just waxed poetically. I thought about how good it feels to have my all-time favorite UGA player playing on my, uh, on my team. How are you doing over there at this point? Well, I'm not good. Can't no. say that I'm good. I thought we were going to be all no. like, I thought this was going to be a gentleman's affair. Nah, that went out the window. No. No, not anymore. Uh, Michael Roquan Smith, great pick. Your first defensive player. Uh, you know, Roquan is one of those players that I, I just think back over at UGA, and I've, I've never had a player that I can sit next to somebody and, uh, who, who doesn't know Georgia football as well as I do, and every play on defense say, hey, listen for Roquan Smith. They're going to call his name. They're going to call his name. Doesn't matter which sideline they're running towards, they're going to call Roquan's name. Roquan's that guy that um, you're, if you're sitting next to somebody, which I do not advise this, 
uh, if you if you if you've listened to our takes, you I don't advise sitting next to somebody. Yeah. It, 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 I don't. It's not even coronavirus related. I just don't even. I don't advise sitting next to anyone when you watch Georgia football. But if you happen to be sitting next to someone who doesn't know anything about football, Roquan Smith is the kind of guy that they look at the screen and they immediately go, "Oh, who's that number three? He looks like he's better than everybody else." It's it's just it's blatantly obvious who the best player on the field is when Roquan's on the field. Uh, so. My kid asked me the other day. I asked my kid we were playing a game. I said, "Son, what's your favorite number?" He said, Dad, it's three. What else would it be? And I said, I'm doing something right. Doing something right. Doing something. There's a whole generation of Georgia fans that grew up with 34 being their favorite number. Three is making a comeback. Speaking of the number three, Hell. fellas, it's my pick. It's the third round. I've got Champ Bailey, and, I'm not, and I've got Nick Chubb. Listen, there are a lot of positions that I need to fill. Lots. But there was something about this pick, and my and my head was saying, okay, I need defensive linemen. I need an offensive lineman. I need to go get that number one tackle. I need to think about a quarterback. I need to think about uh, linebackers and safeties. But there was something about this pick that my heart just said, hold on, Todd Gurley's still on the board? Like not, I get not for I long. get two running backs. I get two running backs on my on my squad. And you're telling me that I can have Nick Chubb and Ty Gurley. I'm not talking about freshman Nick Chubb and injured Todd Gurley that once played on the same team together. I'm talking about grown man Nick Chubb and grown man Todd Gurley. Now, now we should on the same roster. Now we should point out uh, this is their performance in college. I know they want to have good in careers. their prime. In their this prime, is in correct. their in their college prime. We should say college prime. Yes, not what they did in the NFL. No, but this is what they their college prime. And and look, I all due respect to Herschel Walker. All due respect. Herschel, thank you for listening to the podcast. We first appreciate of all. it, brother. It means a lot. It means a also, lot. Reach out to us. We'd love to. Ha- no, we'd don't, love to have don't you reach on out because when point. you reach out, you won't no. let go and you'll crush my windpipe. So d- don't do that. He, Herschel Walker may be seventy-two years old. I don't know. When he is seventy-two <laughs> years old, I do know this: you won't know it. Like you won't know that he's seventy-two. Could you imagine years old? Herschel That's Walker, not... by, by the way, having today's standard of training in weight rooms? I mean, homeboys out there just doing push-ups and sit-ups, and, and but now all of a sudden you get him the implementation that we have now. Good lord. I think he would say nah. Uh, I think he'd stick with his body. You know, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want it. The ball ain't heavy. I don't need all these big weights. Clint, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, listen, all due respect to Herschel Walker, but if you give me Nick Chubb and Ty Gurley, I now have solidified that I will have the best backfield in this draft. And I, and I defy you. To give me a better one. You could Herschel Walker and any other Georgia running back of all time. I'll still take Nick Chubb and Ty Gurley. And that's who I got. So Ty Gurley with my third overall pick. Um, you know how we always say, uh, man, he could he could run with nobody blocking in front of him. Well, Daniel took that to heart, guys. Just a little foreshadowing <laughs> for the draft, how it worked out. He said I'm sorry. Guy. Do, Nick, do you have any offensive lineman picks so far? Like, I don't know. Well, I didn't see anyone well, a, picking well, any offensive linemen. Well, we will get there. You, you calm down. Um, we will. Hey, right, last, last, last pick of the third round. Last this pick. will probably be the last pick of the episode. Yeah. 
So we're going out on this. on this one. We'll pick up. We'll pick up the fourth round uh, on our next show. Who are you taking last pick of the third round? Uh, I need running backs in a hurry. My everybody in front of me has at least one elite, if not two elite. Uh, I need running backs, and I'm going to go back to a to a throwback. Talk about another player I loved. Man, maybe I was nostalgic during this draft because I went and got people that I grew up as a 49er fan or an NFL fan loving, and then coming to find out later they were UGA legends. Uh, and that's Garrison Hurst. Uh, I said, give me a guy that is just no nonsense, is going to do his job every dang play, and doesn't have a weakness. And that's Garrison Hurst. Now, is he as Hall of Fame worthy as Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, and Hurst Walker? No, no, he's not. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm looking for value. I'm looking for getting a running back at all. And it's Garrison Hurst and a damn good dog. Great, prolific college career and went on to have another great NFL career. But Garrison Hurst is a pick. I remember uh, long-time listeners of the podcast will know that Clint is a recent convert to UGA fandom. Less than a decade in at this point, converted by yours truly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, shared shared the good news with him. He did, and he he came he came to the light. And um, I remember the moment that you realized that Garrison Hurst went to UGA because you grew up. Like you said, loving Garrison Hurst. Oh, yeah. But loving Garrison Hurst, the San Francisco 49er. And then you loved UGA, and then it wasn't until later that you put two and two together uh, and the light bulb went on. Uh, that's a that's a heart pick, Clint. It's a heart pick. It, is it absolutely is. Is it, a good, is it a good pick? Probably not. But it is pick. one that is you made with your heart, and I can't fault you for that. I can't. I can't. Uh, hey, we're going to be back next episode. We got many more picks to get to. We're going to sprinkle in again some more just flesh tearing because, uh, spoiler alert, there are some reaches coming up. Uh, it starts to get ugly. It starts to get ugly quick, guys. Like, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> uh, we'll I debated back. whether or not we should even do this because yeah. it, it makes us look real bad yeah. at times. We might lose. Yeah. Half our audience might just say, no, not anymore. These these schleps. There's uh, a decent chance Michael starts his own podcast and most of our audience goes and listens to that instead after this, take, after all is said and done. Hey, Michael, take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow for, the more, for more fantasy draft picks. See you.